0: I worship you I worship you You are here Working in this place I worship you I worship you hey. We make a miracle walker Promise keeper Light and the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light and the darkness, my God, that is who you are.
1: Good morning, welcome to the G Spot, good spot, the ground spot, the God spot. Where all the G smith. So we are back again, it's been some time, it's been probably three months since we last did an episode, but um, I thought I needed a break for the last three months, you know, to take time, have a lot of introspection, have a lot of refocusing on a lot of things that are required of me, that is why we're here again, bigger and better, more creative, you know, Trying to better ourselves in one way or another, so um after a very long break, I thought that this year, this is the first time actually we're doing an episode in twenty twenty three. It it is our pilot episode for this year. It should be special one way or another. I thought that the best way to start our year is by talking about something that I've wanted to really talk about for a long time. Yeah, something that has been you know has been pushing me. Uh, behind the scenes something that i've been pushed to do and i thought this message that i came across i should share it with you most of you guys it, it will be a blessing one way or another so today's episode is titled um god's remembrance so we want to i i thought i needed to share with you the importance or the beauty of god's remembrance the fact that god remembers us one way or another he is there to remember us so we're going to do it very quickly but in depthly. Um I am here with my bible. I hope you are there with your bible. Today it's the God spot. We really want to start the year by having a spiritual message come across to all of us. Something that will touch us and inspire us as we start the year and progress towards, you know, all the beautiful things that are bestowed upon us in the days of tomorrow. So today um I said that the title of our podcast episode is God's Remembrance. I want to show you the beauty that God has in store in terms of remembering us even in our darkest times, even in our times of tribulation, in our times of doubt, and all those things. So um our 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 opening verse of the Bible is going to be Esther, the book of Esther. The book of Esther has an amazing, amazing story. The story of Haman and Mordecai. Haman and Mordecai, yeah, that's the story. So I'll give you a bit of a backstory before we go to you know the interesting part. Um, so Haman had been promoted to become one of the one of the highest ranking officials uh, in the empire of King Aceras, I think. Yeah, King Aceras during those times. And um. It is during this time that um a man by the name Mordecai who was a relative to Esther Esther um was also living in the same land and um Haman Haman wanted to be adored to be worshiped almost like like um a demigod of some degree and uh, Mordecai was going contrary to what what his expectations were while everyone else was you know kneeling and supplicating to this high-ranking government official, Mordecai never did those things. And so, Haman's people went to Haman and told him, by the way, there's this guy who's actually not doing, who's not bestowing the adoration that you're supposed to be given. So Haman thought, let me hatch a plan of actually getting rid of this guy. So what did he do? He went and convinced the king that, you know what, there are people in this land and I feel like we need to get rid of them, these Jews who are living amongst us. So, what happens? The king actually agreed with Haman. He said, you know what? Um, We're going to give, um, we're going to dedicate 10,000. Let's say 10,000. It was 10,000. I don't know the currency of the time, but 10,000 monies, let's say that, um, to ensure the eradication of the Jews. So, a decree was given that on a certain day, we're going to eliminate all the Jews that are living amongst us. And when Mordecai came to learn of this, you know he was he was broken he was distraught he he wore he, he, he mourned before 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 the lord it was a really dark time but all this was done by Haman with the sole purpose of getting rid of Mordecai who was not adoring him like the rest of the people so that is the back story now we want to get to the interesting part how god remembered how god remembered Mordecai so the following day, the day before we get to chapter 6 of Esther, is the day when it was said that, um, um, let's look at Esther chapter chapter 5 at the very end, 5.14. It says, then, then his wife, Zeresh, this is the wife of Haman, and all his friends said to him, they told um, Haman, let Agalo, let Agalo's 50 cubits high be made, And in the morning, tell the king to have Mordecai hanged upon it. Then go joyfully with the king to the feast. This idea pleased Haman, and he had gallows made. For those who don't know what gallows are, in the the olden times when uh, hanging wasn't very common, we used to have gallows. Gallows are like big knives, you know. They, They slide from the top, your head is put there. By the time it's landing, then your head is severed. That is the word, severed. So is decapitated, it's cut off. So all these things were prepared with the sole purpose of what? Eliminating Mordecai. Chapter 6, this is where it gets interesting. So we're going to go through chapter 6 as it is very important in giving us a a perspective of how God remembers his people. So on the night the king could not sleep, on the night before this is supposed to happen, he could not sleep. He gave orders to the book, he gave orders to bring the book of memorable deeds, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written how Mordecai had told Thana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who had guarded the threshold and who had sought to lay hands on King Aseras. And the king said, what honor or distinction has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? So before God remembers you, a question has to be asked. What honor or distinction has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? A question was asked. The king's young men who attended attended him said, Nothing has been done for him. And the king said, "Who Who is in the courts? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace to speak to the king about having Mordecai hanged on the gallows that he had prepared for him. And the king's young men told him, Haman is there standing in the court. And the king said, Let him come in. So Haman came in, and the king said to him, What should be done to the man whom the king delights to honor? And Haman said to himself, Whom would the king delight to honor more than me? So Haman, the man who was actually preparing for the demise of, um, of Mordecai, is the person who was found that morning, that night, to witness the presence of the Lord, the Lord's remembrance of Mordecai. So, when he was called and he was asked what should be done to the man that the Lord, that the king, that the king delights in, he thought it was himself. So, Haman said to the king, chapter 7, I mean verse 7, he said, For the man whom the lord, for, for the man whom the king delights to honor. Number one, let loyal, let, hey, excuse me, let royal robes be brought, which the king was, which the king has worn, and the horse the king has ridden, on whose Head, a royal crown is set. Let the robes and the horse be handed over to the king's most noble officials. Let them dress the man whom the king delights to honor. Let them lead him on the horse through the square of the city and proclaim before him, Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights to honor. Then the king said to Aman, Hurry, take the robes and the horse as you have said and do so to Mordecai the Jew, who sits at the king's gates. At this time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, mourning in uh, um uh, the decree that the, the the Jews were going to be be annihilated. So, when Haman was asked what should be done to the man of the Lord that the king delights in, he said all these great things, that he should be given the, the king's uh, the king's robes, uh, he shall be given a horse and ride through the city. And um, an official of the Lord shall say, This is the man whom the king is pleased with. And after, after he had said all these things, expecting that it was going to be him, the king said, You know what? Can you do that to, to Mordecai, who's actually out there? The Lord remembered Mordecai. So Haman took the robes and the horse, he dressed Mordecai and led him through the square of the city, proclaiming before him. Thus shall it be done to the man whom the king delights in. And Mordecai returned to the king's gate. But Haman returned to his house, mourning with his head covered. And Haman told his wife and all his friends everything that had happened. Then his wise men, his wife Zeresh, said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of the Jewish people, you will not overcome him, but will surely fall before him. So um that is a long story, but it's it's quite it's quite interesting how the Lord intends to remember His people step by step. We see how He does it. The first step, when your time to be remembered comes, the first thing is a question has to be asked. We see, there's someone whom the Lord pushes. You know, the Lord cannot actively; He can't come here down to earth. He uses people, agents, His agents to ensure or enforce. Some of the decisions he's made, one of them being changed. When he wants to remember someone, he's going to trouble someone. There's someone who's going to be troubled, someone. And then a question has to be asked. The question here in this case was, what honor or distinction has been dis- bestowed on Mordecai? This. So a question has to be answered, to be asked. And the answer to this question is your prayer, which has been unanswered for a very long time. That is how god remembers you that is how he uplifts his people and you see all the great things that he's going to do for you he's going to do for his people then quickly we are going to to look at another very interesting um part of the bible the book of first samuel 16 verse 4 um basically the story of david so quickly we're going to switch to first samuel first samuel yeah yeah, yeah. so first samuel 16 so this is the this is the point whereby I, I I'll give you a little backstory. Yeah. So after the king, the death of um King Saul, after the death of oh no is it Saul? Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah after the 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 um not the death really after the after after God decided that his his glory is not going to be upon Saul anymore, and it was time for 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 Samuel to anoint another king who shall proceed. Who shall proceed? Is it? Yeah, no. Who shall succeed? Saul in the days to come. So, um, God told Samuel, you know what? Go to the house of Jesse. He has sons there. Go and um, make sure that you look for someone who is most suitable to become the heir to the throne in the days to come. So, Samuel with his servants, you know what? He went all the way to Jesse's home. So we're going to look at the interesting part, right? We are focusing on how God remembers his people. The people that he has big plans for. And I believe that each and every one of us, God has a big plan for us. And in store for us is his remembrance. So, so he went to Bethlehem. So we're going to get to, to the interesting part and go through it quickly. So Samuel did what the Lord commanded and came to Bethlehem. The elders of the city came to meet him and trembling, uh, they came to meet him trembling and said, do you come peacefully? And he said, Peacefully, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, Surely, the Lord's anointed is before him. Eliab is one of the sons of Jesse. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. And Jesse made Shammah pass, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. And Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen this. Interesting part now arrives here. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? You see, another thing about God's remembrance, always, when God intends to remember you, a question always has to be asked. We see Samuel asking Jesse again, Surely, are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but behold, he is keeping the sheep. You see, when your time of remembrance comes, you see, there's a thing that people tend to undermine you, right? There's that feeling that you undermine. Yes, I have a son, but he's turning to sheep. He might not be as important as this one. But Samuel said to Jesse, Send and get him, for we will not see till he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint anoint him, for he for this is he, for this is he. So here we see um, God remembering David, despite of his absence, um there is there's, there's there's a thing with God when the time of the Lord's remembrance arrives Despite your absence, we you see that the Lord does not forget that this is your time. I mean, there were seven other people who would have fit who were fit, probably in the eyes of man, who is Samuel in this case, to be king of Israel. But you know what? God remembered that David was not there. That is why none of them was chosen. And that question was asked again. Surely are these all your sons? And you see, despite his absence. Lord, remembered you. So we are going to look into the last, uh, the last chapter before we we get to a conclusion of the message of today. We look at the book of Second Samuel now, nine eleven nine nine chapter uh, chapter nine verse one. Let me open it quickly. So um, here is another is another story of um, he, he, what was his name? Um, Ziba, the story of Ziba, the remembrance of Ziba. I'll give you a backstory. So this happened after um after the the defeat of the house of Saul, when everyone was wiped out, including Jonathan and everyone else. So um this is basically after 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 um, the family of Saul had been eradicated. Jonathan was was the son of King King Saul. So in the process. His, his house was also killed, so um chapter nine, second Samuel nine verse one, he says it says, and David said, "Is there still anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show him ca- kindness for Jonathan's sake? So the thing is, Jonathan and David were very close, even after the annihilation of the house of Saul. We see that he still had that feeling of giving giving back to that family. Because of that relationship they had with, with Jonathan, who was his best friend. So again, a question is asked here. You see, a question is asked. And David said, is there still anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for, Jonathan, for Jonathan's sake? So a common a common feature of the time of remembrance is a question being asked. And then there's always an answer. So now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. And they call him to David. And the king said to him, "Are you Ziba?" And he said, "I am your servant." And the king said, "Is there not someone of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God to him?" Ziba said to the king, "There is still a son of Jonathan. He is a cripple in his feet." So is <laughs> this theme of um, of being underlooked, or like we see in the story of David. Jesse said, "Yes, there is a son, but he's keeping. He is tending to sheep." He, you see, when Samuel went to the, when Samuel asked this question, he did not want the extra information. He just wanted a yes or no question. Is there a, a is there, Do you have any other son? And you see Jesse replying that you know what? Yes, I do. But he's sending to the ship. You get now. We see another point whereby uh, Ziba is. I mean this um this Ziba. No, no, it's not the remembrance of zeba, It's actually uh, it's a remembrance of Mephibosheth. Yeah, so no, is it Ziba? Yeah, yeah it's Ziba. So um, you see again where 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 this guy is asked, and he says that there is a son of Jonathan. He is a cripple. In his feet, the king said, said to him, "Where is he?" And Ziba said to the king, no, "Ziba was actually a servant. The guy who was remembered is called Mephibosheth. So he is in the house of Micah, the son of Amiel." at lodeba then king david sent and bought and brought him from the house of micah the son of amiel at lodeba and Mephibosheth the son of jonathan son of saul came to david and fell on his face and paid homage and david said Mephibosheth, mephiboseth and he answered behold i am your servant and david said to him do not fear for i will show you kindness for the sake of your father jonathan and i will restore you to you all the lands of Saul your father and you shall eat at my table always so this is just the remembrance of someone else i just wanted to bring out a common theme in the in the term in terms of god's remembrance when your time of remembrance comes a question will be asked i don't know what your prayer is but that prayer that you've been really manifesting that prayer that you've been keeping in your heart for so long that prayer is going to be the answered answer before that agent of the lord maybe you've been praying for a job for a long time so it'll get to that point maybe you submitted your cv and they will ask that question is there someone else that we see fit for this position someone is going to give that answer you know if you've been praying for a job you say you know what um is, there is let's say let's use um kevin kevin there's kevin cv here he looks very fit for this job and that is how the Lord is going to remember you. I don't know what your prayer is, but as we are going to start this year, 2023, I have I have, a vision of the Lord remembering his people, so many of his people. And I want each and every one of you who gets the chance to listen to this this morning to know that the Lord is going to remember you. A question will be asked, an answer will be given. Despite of any circumstance whereby you may be underlooked, the Lord will ensure that your time of remembrance has come and his blessings will be bestowed upon you. You see, the Lord's remembrance comes with a lot of opposition, Uh, especially with people. This is not going to to please everyone. It's It's not going to make everyone happy. And despite the fact that you feel unworthy of the Lord's blessings and his remembrance, he is going to remember you in this great year of 2023. So my prayer is that... Just as God remembered Mordecai, just as God remembered the presence—I mean, the, the 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 blessings that He had on David, despite his absence. Just as God remembered Mephibosheth, yeah, the son of Jonathan, may He remember you this twenty twenty-three. May His blessings be bestowed upon you. May you be greatly blessed. May His riches be put in your lives. May success follow you everywhere, as you in your year. This is the first episode of the year, so I thought, you know what? Let me give you something special, something that is going to, you know, keep you moving through twenty twenty three. So, um, I think that is it for today. The Lord is going to remember you. Have the hope. Keep praying. One day, that question will be asked. The answer is your prayer. So be blessed until our next episode. I pray that you shall be well. And um, my prayer for for this year is basically, to be more consistent, to be more consistent, keep doing what I do every morning, and be a blessing to all of you. So, um, that's it for today. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Be blessed.
0: to hide it away so no one knows no one will see if you stop believing